Brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. Don't leave home without it. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. As the clouds of war draw before the bright, happy sunshine of peace and break forth once again in the typhoons and tempests of a world gone mad, only one man, one man among men, has the strength of will to lift high the umbrella of freedom that all lovers of liberty may seek shelter from the raging storm. And that man... That modern-day Atlas, this Canadian Colossus, none other than our one-man second front, the foremost freedom fighter of Canada and her other lesser allies, the Red Panda! This episode, Oil Be Home for Christmas. Our story begins in an incredibly secret research laboratory deep within the bowels of the castle von Hergensturgen on the German border with Austria. Here, far below the mountain vistas and curiously contented goat herds, hewn into the very living rock is a secure facility so secret that the top Axis commanders consider it utterly impenetrable. And it is here, not surprisingly, that we find one of the Red Panda's oldest and most vile foes. Professor Von Schlick, I wish I could say it was a pleasure to see you. General? You know Herr Finch of the Gestapo, of course. Of course. Herr Finch? Professor... You are preceded, Professor, by a rather lengthy cable from Berlin regarding the distribution of resources at this facility vis-à-vis Operation Eternal Flame. Is that so? You have been a busy boy, Friedrich. For the greater good of the Reich, General. You mean for the greater good of your own massive ego, Von Schlick? I don't know what foolish dream you sold the Führer, Professor. And what is more, I don't care. I am a man of science. You cannot pull the wool over my eyes with all your bright-eyed patriotic fantasies. There are a dozen projects here, all at a very delicate stage of research, all of which are of real value to the Reich. I will not allow all that work to be scrapped now, and for this. I shouldn't have thought yours to be the final word on the subject, my dear General. But that is just where you are wrong, Professor! I will not allow you to turn this facility into your personal plaything. That is why I have asked Herr Vinch to join us. Herr Vinch has made many important men disappear. And this business has gone far enough, has it not, Herr Vinch? Absolutely. My apologies, General. Felton Finch. Now, when you are through making him disappear, do the same trick yourself, would you? I've got work to do. 
I'm afraid that won't be possible, von Schlick. You see, in spite of his great worth to the Reich, General Führerum stood in the way of the successful completion of Operation Eternal Flame. You convinced the Führer that your project was more important to him than the life of General Führerum. Should you prove mistaken, I am here to balance the account. I don't usually respond well to threats, Herr Finch. For your sake, Professor, I hope this is the exception. Meanwhile, half a world away, in the inconspicuous government building that houses Panda Division, the Red Panda has just returned from another thrilling adventure abroad. Oh, Doctor? Doctor? That's funny, not like her to leave her equipment running. Must have stepped out for a moment. Not exactly, Red Panda. Doctor? Anna, that you? Where are you, darling? I'm right beside you. I can't see you. That was the general idea. Do you like it? What, did you get a new dress? Spring line of lab coats out early? I can't praise what I can't see. Don't be difficult, Panda. Why, I could be standing here in my birthday suit for all you know. I've been hiding in the mountains for two weeks, spying on Italian generals that make Mussolini look like a pin-up girl. Believe me, I'd know. Oh, yes. How was Italy? Full of Italians, which normally I approve of in the strongest possible terms. When they aren't trying to kill me, of course. Which, admittedly, isn't very often. Red Panda, if the word invisible doesn't come up soon, I'm absolutely going to scream. Well, of course. That's why I can't see any Christmas decorations. You've made them all invisible. Not all. Look up. Mistletoe. Well, doesn't that take the biscuit? A fella gets back from a mission and finds his best girl hiding in the closet pretending to be invisible with mistletoe up for whatever panda might happen by. How did you know? I looked up, like you said. How did you know I was only pretending to be invisible? If you'd really been standing right here, you'd have kicked me in the shins by now. Your shins, if you're lucky. Aren't you the least bit curious how I threw my voice like that? Of course I am. But I'm sure you're about to tell me. With this, I call it... A ventriloquator. Big name for such a tiny thing. I'm having one fitted into your mask. It allows you to throw your voice in a specific direction, which you control by means of this wrist toggle here. You see? So I could whisper sweet nothings in your ear from a long way off? Is that the idea? Not from a ditch outside Madrid, if that's where this is leading. It has a default setting, which makes it seem as if your voice were coming from everywhere at once, which should make it more difficult to find you and be really spooky to boot. Why, Doctor, that's brilliant. Thank you. And as long as we're exchanging early Christmas presents, here. What is it? Some sort of formula that made its way back through the resistance network. His Majesty's royal boffins couldn't make heads or tails of it, so I picked it up for you to have a go. Picked it up? You did go through channels on this, didn't you? Anna, if you go through channels, you're the first one they suspect when they say no, and you steal it anyway. Don't worry, I'm sure Colonel Fitzking can make it all right. I'll go see him directly. As soon as you're through letting this mistletoe go to waste, that is. Oh, yes. Of course. Ow! And what did I do to warrant a kick in the shins? That was for the best girl crack. Now you go keep us out of a shooting war with British intelligence while I look over this formula. Then you can take me to dinner and start apologizing. I just remembered why I hate mistletoe. No, 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 Red Panda. It just won't do... We can't run around stealing secrets from each other. We're supposed to be allies. With all due respect, sir, the British had already dismissed the formula as disinformation. 
I saw no harm in giving Dr. Handbasket a look and no harm in taking what wasn't wanted. Listen to you. You sound like a pup trying to justify something you know was wrong. And if we don't have freedom to operate in Britain, we're in serious trouble and you know it. Cigar? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, would you mind? Yes, of course. Thank you. No thumbs. Uh, where was I? A serious trouble, sir. Serious trouble, yes, yeah, yes. <clears throat> well, what do you think the odds are that the Brits have noticed your little caper yet? Slim to none, sir. I replaced it with several pages of genuine gobbledygook, similarly distressed. Distressed? Yes, sir. Stained and tattered. Someone went through hell getting that out, sir, and I didn't think it right that it sit in a filing cabinet for the duration. All right, all right, Red Panda. I suppose it's easier to leave things as they are than trying to soothe hurt British feelings. But how best to do this without encouraging your behavior? I have it. Uh, hand me that newspaper, will you? Uh, certainly, sir. Oh! Oh! What did you do that for? Now, now. A little tap on the nose never did anyone any harm. Maybe it will give you something to think about next time, hmm? Really, Red Panda, what would the papers say? Probably about what they'd say if they knew the war effort was being directed by the Prime Minister's dog, who whaps secret agents with newspaper while the PM himself pees in the corner of the office. Don't be silly, Panda. Willie is asleep under my desk. Where... Oh, no. For God's sake, Willie, don't pee on the rug. Where? Willie, no, bad. You don't pee there. Pee where? Wow. Hey, look, I am peeing. <laughs> look at it go. No, get out of my office. No, no, not the paper, not the paper. Oh, please, God, what did I do? Look, Panda, just because... Oh, just don't do it again or I'll bite your arms off. Yes, sir. Fitzking here? Sir, is the Red Panda still with you? He is. Could he join the doctor and myself in my office immediately? The formula? Yes, sir. He'll be right there, Fitzking out. You're a lucky man, Red Panda. Thank you, sir. I try to be. Red Panda here, Major. Red Panda, do you always enter a room like that? Like what? Yes, he does. No, I don't. Like what? Never mind that now. There isn't much time. No, I want to know. How do I enter a room? Panda. Suddenly. Doctor, can we please focus on the matter at hand? Sorry, Major. Sorry, Major. Right. Doctor. Would you please tell the red panda what you told me a moment ago? The one about the priest, the goose, and the gardener? No. The formula fragment. Oh, yes. As far as I can tell, Red, the pages that you brought me are part of a research proposal, a submission for resources, facilities, that sort of thing. The actual science is brilliant, if far from complete. It isn't really my field, but my best guess is that whomever made this proposal is developing a new, virtually inexhaustible power source, a kind of superfuel. But you say it's far from complete. In practical terms, yes, but the theories are sound. I'd say they're only a eureka or two away from making this work. But surely a scientist can go a lifetime searching for those eurekas and never finding them. Not with the nearly unlimited resources of Nazi Germany's finest research facility to support them. What do you mean? Two days after the date on these papers, following a top-level briefing, there was a massive reallocation of research resources ordered by the Führer himself. Now, we don't know what was said at that meeting, but we do know the name assigned to the project, Operation Eternal Flame. So far, it could be a coincidence. Perhaps, 
But whatever this project involves, it has been given full access to the labs at Castle von Hergenstergen. The administrator of the facility, a General Fjern, has disappeared, and every other project has been put on hold or killed outright. Whatever Operation Eternal Flame is, it's big. This super fuel certainly seems to fit. So what are my orders? The usual. Steal the formula for the Alliance, foil the research, die trying, or all of the above. What little we know about the layout of this facility is in this file. Study it on the plane. You leave in an hour. But you just got back. Surely one of the other pandas... Doctor! I don't have to remind you what a tenuous position we are in just now. At the moment, there is very little holding the Nazis back but the limitations of their own equipment and the supply line problems we've been able to provide them with. Should they bring this project to a successful conclusion, it would give the Luftwaffe an unlimited range. U-boats and panzers would swarm over every inch of the globe. I simply cannot see how we could ever stand against them. I'm afraid I cannot afford to stand on procedure or the usual pecking order. But why does it Because, have... Doctor, the scientist in charge of Operation Eternal Flame is... Professor Friedrich von Slick. Von Slick! No one is tangled with that madman more often than you, Red Panda. I thought you'd appreciate one more crack at him. Of course. Thank you, Major. You see, Doctor, I've got to go... I still owe that fiend for what he did to the purple panda. I'm afraid you'll have to take... A rain check on dinner. Yes, I've got a drawer full of them. Just don't dawdle, will you? I've ordered a large Christmas turkey, and I don't know how long it'll keep. Here's your new mask. I want a detailed report on the ventral equator on my desk when you get back. How do I turn this thing on? It is on. Neat. Thank you, Doctor. I'll see you soon, Major. And so, once again, our hero is thrust unceremoniously from the soft, yielding bosom of Mother Canada to the cold, loveless embrace of Madame Europe. A Europe increasingly under the iron boot of a madman, and whom, for the sake of free people everywhere, must be liberated. And with each passing mile, as he plans his assault, the Red Panda remembers more clearly the tortured screams of the Purple Panda over their two-way radio as Professor Von Slick put him to who-knows-what grisly end. Red Panda recalls how he could only watch helplessly as Von Slick's Zeppelin floated away, the mad professor laughing over the radio. Another time, Red Panda. We will meet again. <laughs> that we will, Von Slick. And this time, I promise you, you won't be laughing. Why have you stopped here? Is this as far as your security clearance allows you to go? Yes. What lies beyond here? The secret labs? Yes. Have you ever been beyond this point? No. Do you know how many guards there are, the security protocols? No. You have served your Fuhrer well. You will return to the upper levels and sleep. When you awake, you will remember none of this. I will sleep. 
Well, that was a neat trick. I doubt the guards at this level will hypnotize that easily. More difficult to pose as a lost motorist several hundred feet below the castle as well. What's that? Footsteps. And unless the echoes are playing tricks, they're coming from the right and left. Come too far to turn back now. Behind this crate. God. Gavol, mein Herr. Come here, you fool. Gavol, mein Herr. I must return to the upper levels to Radel Berlin with our progress. I will be gone for precisely 17 minutes, during which time no one is to enter or exit the complex. Is that understood? Jawohl, mein Herr. What was that? I hear nothing, sir. It came from behind that crate. Most likely it was a rat, Herr Vinge. We'll find out for certain, man. And whatever it is, shoot it. Jawohl, mein Herr. Say there, Fritz. Polish your monocle for you. I assume you heard that. I heard something, sir, but it couldn't have been the rat. Forget the rat, you fool. That voice came from the other direction. God, watch my back. I'll get to the bottom of this myself. Yavol, <coughs> mine here. All right, Hugh. Hold it right there. Keep your hands where I can see them. Now turn around slowly and tell me why you knocked out your own commander. Take it easy, Red Panda. I recognized your voice, even with the spooky echo. Don't you recognize mine? It... it can't be. But it is. How'd you throw your voice like that? Baboon McSmoothie, man of a thousand faces. And pride of the Australian Secret Service. Help me truss up my playmate and I'll explain. So you've been posing as a Nazi guard here for six weeks? More like seven. Took some time to get in with my own face and all, but since then I've just been waiting for orders. The Brits didn't reckon I'd make it this far, so they never thought of what I'd do once I was here. Oh, come on. I don't know. Seems like it. Maybe they're just embarrassed that I made it in and their boys never did. But I still don't understand why Australia's best agent is on loan to British intelligence, wearing his own face and slumming it on the Austrian border. I thought you had more pressing business closer to home. Doctor's orders, mate. You see, there's this formula that allows me to change my appearance at will. Adaptronol T13, yes. Haven't you got anything better to do than spy on your allies? Sorry, it was a slow week and I was in the neighborhood. Anyway, I'd been taking so much for so long, they reckoned I needed to get off it for a while before I collapsed in a pile of goo. And since a six-foot-five Aussie isn't much good as a deep-cover man inside Japan without his amazing powers of disguise... They packed me off to England for six months. And here I am, an Australian, bumming around Europe. What are the odds? But now that you're here, Panda, we'll have us some fun. And if you're right about Von Slick's super fuel, the whole trip will be tax deductible. Yes, but how do we get in? You've been here over a month and haven't managed it. Oh, I wasn't really trying, remember? No orders. Here, swallow this capsule. Right. Now what? Do you always take any old pill a strange secret agent gives you? Only when he's saved my life more times than I can count. You can't count to four? I was being generous. Now what? That was my emergency adaptional. I'd have taken it myself, but they tell me it'd probably kill me. Now, you've never done this before, so concentrate. Look at our friend here, Winch's face. Remember his voice. Concentrate. 
Now what happens? Take off the mask. Come on, trust me. How do I talk? Hideous. Perfect. Now, I'll be right behind you. I haven't got clearance, but nobody likes to question the Gestapo much, do they? Just remember to concentrate. If your mind wanders, your face will too. Got it. As long as we're trading up. Got any of that super strength potion for me? No, we try not to get Madelineite samples within a hundred miles of brilliant Nazi scientists. We're funny that way. But you can play with this if you like. It's called a zap gun. And how is dear Dr. Anna? Does she still wear that little blue number under her lab coat? How the jewel... I'm sorry. It was a slow week and I was in the neighborhood. There he is, on the high platform, at the console by the big fuel tank. What are you going to do? I haven't decided yet. Finch? Here, Finch? I thought you were radioing Berlin. I was unexpectedly detained. I am glad. Come here at once. Start planning the charges. At the first sign of trouble, blast those electrical transformers, then zap as many guards as you can. Will do. Remember, concentrate. Hurry up, Finch. Get up here. Just look at the progress I have made. I'm nearly there, man. It's still extremely volatile, but that should be a simple enough matter. And to think that fool Fjern said I was mad. <laughs> Finch. What is it, man? You don't look fell. Finch? Your face is changing. I, I must be mad. Changing too. I know that face. I once pulled a mask off that dead face. It can't be. The purple panda? God! God! Oh, poop! Red panda! Get out of there! The red panda? But you have his face. Just borrowing it so he can give you this. <laughs> and this. <laughs> the railing can't hold on. Red panda, you can't let me fall in the fuel tanks. I will contaminate the whole experiment. Not to mention die. And die, yes. You have to help me. You save me. You are one of the good guys. You save everybody. Von Slick? Yes. Even I'm not that good. <laughs> McSmoothie, blast the Transformers. Got it. Holy smokes. We've got to get out of here. One second. Take this, you goose-stepping dingoes. Run! This way! Where are we going? I was hoping for an exit. I suppose you know what's going to happen when that electrical fireball reaches the charges we planted. To say nothing of the fuel tanks. That? Something like that. Keep running. Through this door. Holy Tasmanian devils! Von Slick's escape, Zeppelin. 
Throw that switch to open the hangar doors. I'll start the engines. How do you think the RAF would react to us landing a Zeppelin in Piccadilly Circus? Poorly. I suppose so. I notice you put the mask back on fairly quick. Don't you trust me? Well, there's trust and there's trust. Thanks heaps. You do realize how much trouble I'll be in when we get back. Not only did I leave my post, I blew the darn place up. Along with Von Slick and his formula. Which we can't even prove existed. Baboon, if they were happy with your work, they might decide to keep you longer than six months. Good point. Well, we got a shiny new Nazi Zeppelin. What do you say we go cruising for Fraulein's? Sorry, McSmoothie. If I'm not back before the Christmas turkey dries out, I just might find myself at the bottom of a vat of toxins. <laughs> so, Red Panda, you think you'll have fun? You may have destroyed my formula and broken my mortal body, but you have unwittingly given me greater powers than I could have ever dreamed. The electrical conflagration you created has transformed my entire being into the limitless energy source I created. My whole self turned into living oil. Once I have learned to harness those powers, you and all the world will tremble before the might of the human sick. <laughs> Tune in next week for another thrilling adventure in the continuing saga of The Red Panda. You have been listening to Dakota Ring Theater's presentation of The Red Panda, Episode 2, Oil Be Home for Christmas. Written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons. Featuring the vocal talents of Stephanie Bickford, Gregory Z. Cook, Richard Dennison, Stephen Gauchy, Adrian Rogers, and Greg Taylor. This story and all the characters featured therein are fictional creations and are entirely the property of the producers. No portion of this program may be recorded, reprinted, or retransmitted without the express written permission of the producers. Any person considering this program as a valid source of historical information should have their head examined by a trained professional. The Red Panda was recorded and engineered at Raven Sound in Toronto. Until next time, this is Gregory Z. Cook saying bye-bye and bye-bonds. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine. Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series. Saturday Story Circle, for kids and families alike. And Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.